this year. So anyway, like the show said, <laughs> like the clip said, good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Amen. Glory to God. Let's see if we can get a little bit of light up in here. There we go. It's a little bit better. <laughs> it's Friday. There we go. That's much better. Glory to God. All right. So um, we already did the opening prayer. And today, uh, let's see here. We are going to put on the whole armor of God. Do apologize. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna put on the whole armor of God. Go with me to the book of Luke. We do this every morning, uh, just so we we have it done. We have we're set for the day. We're set for the day. Ah, amen, amen. All right, so I just uh, I had to switch up here. You know, sometimes you wear a t-shirt and like, eh, I don't like that t-shirt. I'm going to try another t-shirt. And so that's basically what I'd be doing. Trying different t-shirts. I just settled with the basic gray one. I had on an army green one. But. Uh, there you go. Alright. So um, we're going to Luke 24.45. And Luke 24.45 says. Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. All right. And go me down to, uh, oh, I'm, I'm scrolling down, but go me over to Ephesians chapter six. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and having and um, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all taking a shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god amen amen uh verse 18 praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching there unto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints and for me that utter, uh, utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel go me to numbers chapter 6 numbers chapter 6 verse 24 number 624 amen amen Glory to God. Numbers chapter 6, verse 24. Amen. All right. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. 
The Lord lift up his continents. The Lord lift up his continents and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Go with me to uh, Psalms 91. Psalms 91. It says, um, he that dwelleth in a secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. Glory to God. Surely he shall deliver thee. Hold on a second. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he have known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Go me to Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54 verse 13. Isaiah 54 13. Amen. Glory to God. All right, here we go. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord. And great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear and from terror. For it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold. I have created the smith that bloweth the coals, that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. That there is the whole armor of God. You ready? You are ready for your great day. <laughs> I am determined to have a great day. You're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. I um I, t- I often tell people, and because I've, he- I've heard my pastor say this, and I heard, you know, other successful people say this, that if you constantly confess that you are sick or that you are poor, 
That's exactly what you'll get because the expectation goes out into the air just like the angels carry your words. Those demons too. They go carry your words. And so what they carry out, that returns back to you. So you might as well say, I am healed. You're like, but what if you're dealing with lupus? What if you're dealing with cancer? You ain't dealing with that. God has already healed that. Stop dealing with it. You're like, what do you mean stop dealing with it? It's right here. It's right here. <laughs> like a bully in your face. They right there. Well, the bully going to get tired eventually. Get, they got to go. The enemy must flee. He will tire and flee. Ignore it. You like ignore sickness. I'm saying, I ain't telling you don't take your medicine. God, if your doctor gave you medicine, go ahead and take it. But every time you take a, every time you, your medicine, the medicine, not your medicine, the medicine for whatever that is. Every time you take that medicine for whatever it is, say, I am healed. Because some people take cancer medicine or medicine for this, this, and this, and they be taking it for 10, 20 years. But wouldn't it be good if you didn't have to walk around with a sack on your side to pee or a poop bag? Some of y'all walk around with poop bags. Some of y'all in wheelchairs walk around with poop bags. Do you know that if you are having trouble in your back, it is difficult to poop? It is. It's painful. When you can sneeze, hachoo! That is a good sign that your lungs are working and that your back is good. Amen. So every time I hear somebody sneeze, I go, hallelujah. <laughs> I don't get scared. Hallelujah. Now I may turn away from me because I don't want the spit. I don't want the phlegm that's on the inside of you getting on me. Cause I mean, that's just, you know, nobody wants that. And so you always cover your mouth like this with your shirt. <laughs> you can hut you all you want in your shirt. Put your hands over your mouth. Take your, take your shirt with your hands like this. Put your hands in your t-shirt and just flip it over your fingers. And put it over your mouth and go, ha-choo, Keep your hands closed, ha-choo. And all that ha-choo is going to get on the inside of your shirt, but it ain't going to get on other people, right? That way you ain't got nobody mad at you. And then just go to the bathroom to get some tissue uh, and wipe it off. And wash your hands, go on about your day till you can go get yourself another t-shirt. <laughs> that way you ain't, you know, you ain't putting that on nobody else. Right. Right. But at the same time, while you, if you got to take, if you're required to take some kind of medication, take it and say, I'm healed. I'm healed. And I mean, cause that may be where your faith is at. So I ain't telling you not to, not to have faith to be healed. But if that's where your faith is at, if that's where, where your faith is, let's start there. Let's start there. And then when you go to the doctor, the doctor going to give you, I'm believing he's going to give you a better report. He's going to say, you know what? You're doing better. We're going to reduce the medication. You're going to, hallelujah. Take it again. Hallelujah. I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. Go back to the doctor. They're going to be like, yo, you know what? You're doing even better. We're going to reduce the medication again. you like, yes, glory to God. To the point the doctor goes, you know what? You are completely healed. You don't need this medication anymore. You are completely healed. And what your response should be is, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm healed. I'm keeping my healing. I ain't sick no more. When somebody comes to you and says, I cannot believe you are healed. I can't believe because you was just sick. Say, hold up. Shut up. Don't be speaking against my healing. I am healed. It ain't a matter what you believe. It's what I believe. And the doctor has given me a report that says I am healed. So when you are around me, you say you are healed. 
<laughs> you got to tell them what you want them to say about you. Just like you say, let's say you get an award for some special, say you get an award for playing piano. You get an award for playing football or basketball. Get an award for making the best designer dress or making a puzzle or drawing a picture or whatever. You get an award for whatever you did. For cooking something, you get an award for it. What do they call you? They call you the winner. They call you the first prize or second prize or third prize. But either way, there's a title next to that that does not say something else. It says exactly what it says. And so when you are healed, the title on you is healed. Not sick, but healed. So don't let nobody call you something that you ain't. All right? I'm just saying. That's just how it is. I mean, if you're if a bas like for example, LeBron James, he's a basketball player. You cannot call him a baseball player. He don't play baseball. He don't get paid to play baseball. He's a champion for basketball. That's what he's a champ. He got a he got a ring to prove that he's a champion basketball player. So don't call him a champion baseball player because he he got that money from that basketball. All right. So hey, all right, I already explained it. We good. Okay, so, <laughs> so I just want you to have a great day today. I want you to know that God loves you 100%. And you you should expect to have a great day today. So say some positive things about yourself. If you need money, say, I'm rich. Now, I know you probably got a hole in your shoe. I went to school when I was little. I had a couple holes in my shoes, but not all the time. Sometimes, you know, when money was tight, we have a hole in our shoe. But check this out. My mama never told us that we had a hole in our shoe. You're like, what? She would say, go to school, have a good day. Go to school, learn something. She never pointed to the shoe. She knew the hole was in the shoe and she was working to get the money to pay to go and buy the shoes. But she never reminded us that we had a hole in the shoe. We knew the hole was in the shoe, but we knew we our direction was go to school, get an education, go learn something today, have a good day. Those, those specific things, have a good day, learn something today, come back, keep going, do your chores, do what you need to do, have a good day. Don't look at the hole in your shoe, listen to the teacher, listen to what you got to learn, do what you got to do. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? We were directed into doing something. Don't look at what's lacking, look at what is ahead, look at what you can achieve, look at what you can learn, learn what you can learn so you can become better. All right. Before you know it, you have a closet full of shoes. I mean, you know, you can't, you only can wear one pair at a time, really, honestly. But it's nice to have a, a pair of shoes for every outfit. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Just don't become a shoe junkie where you're spending all your money on shoes. No. If you feel like you got to have every shoe in the world, then start investing in shoe companies that are actually making money. That way, you do have a, you have a, you have an investment and every pair of shoes that is purchased. So every time somebody buy a pair of shoes, you get paid for them buying a pair of shoes. You see what I'm saying? It's better to get money, make money. It's better to make 1% off of a thousand people making purchases than to make money off 100% of your effort working on a job. Ain't nothing wrong with working on a job. But if that is your only resource, then you're, you, you probably need to invest someplace in the things that you like to spend your money on. <laughs> I heard a rich guy, this billionaire guy said that he goes, yo, he's like, I would rather get 
off of a thousand people doing something than a hundred percent of my own effort because I only have a hundred percent of my own effort, but a one percent off of their continuous efforts is making me more money. So if you like shoes, invest in shoes. Invest in the invest in the raw materials that make up shoes. Alright? <laughs> Cause shoes come from leather, cloth, material, dyes, whatever. Alright? And so uh we are over here in the book of John. In the book of John. I listen to a lot of different people. Um, a lot of different uh teachings and whatnot. Um, one thing I want to tell you, cause today is, today is the, it's the end of the week. I want you to have a good day and a good weekend going into next week, having a good week, starting off the week real good. You know, in order to start off the week good, you got to have a good weekend. Why? You got to choose to have one. All right. Every day you got to choose to have a good day. And so, um, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, um, I want you to try and listen to like a different pastor every day and ask God to lead you to different pastors. And so that's how you learn faster because everyone is going to, each pastor has a word from God in order to say each pastor, each minister has a word of God. And so check, check out the list that I have, uh, on the website. There's a list of different people. Um, and some of the folks that are, uh, on, uh, matter of fact, I'm gonna list some of the artists. A lot of the artists on the show are, um, that well, I play the music. They're actually ministers like Aziz Jinnadu. He's a minister. You can probably find him online. Uh, and then you have, uh, pastor, uh, Morris, of course he's a pastor. And then you got my pastor, uh, Winston, Bill Winston. And then you got Creflo Dollar them, and you got Jesse, the planet's name. And then you got uh Kendall Copeland. Kendall Copeland had a, has a little, I think it's his grandson. His grandson is a, a minister, but I put some of them up, but they, they have some really cool teachings and stuff that like really hit this one. I think this guy is, is it Ed Young? I forget. This is another guy. Guy he only deals. It's called Youth Matters. So if you guys are young or if you got young kids, check out Youth Matters. And that dude has saved a lot of lives of kids. A lot of kids' lives because some of those kids wanted to take their own life. They wanted to commit suicide because they were being bullied in school. Which is why I'm. I'm I keep talking to y'all about bullying. Look, if you are a bully, you are a bully. Stop it. Stop it. Because when you bully somebody and they take their life. That now becomes your problem. You're like, well, wait a minute. How is that my problem? Ain't my problem they weak. It's your problem because you got them so depressed and so sad. They thought that the best way to go was to take their own life. And now God is going to stand before you and say, okay, well, what you going to do about that now? Because of what you did, you caused them to take their life. So what are you going to do? Are you going to keep doing what you were doing and, and, and risk somebody else taking their life? Or are you going to change what you're you going to change your behavior. I suggest you change your behavior before somebody mess around, take their life. And then you get blamed for it. Cause nowadays they will take you to jail for bullying. It is better for you to say, look, I am struggling with something. Can y'all help me? Cause you the children in your school. They are your peers. It is okay to say, look, y'all I'm struggling. Help me. Y'all and true enough. Y'all kids. Y'all just kids. But, you're intelligent, you're smart, you're kind. You, you got some ingenuity in you. And every one of you each have a lunch. So if one of them is hungry, each one of y'all can give a corner of your lunch or give a little piece of your lunch or bring an extra sandwich. So if somebody says, hey, I need some help, y'all response should be, what do you need? How can we help? You see what I'm saying? So let's say, for example, some of you kids may be having, struck, may be having trouble 
paying the rent. Your mama and them, maybe your mama and them lost their job or whatnot. Then you know what y'all could do? Y'all could have a car wash. Y'all could have a bake sale to help. Y'all can create a YouTube channel to help your friend out. Y'all can create a, matter of fact, you can just create a YouTube channel and use it as a, um, as an investment vehicle for you and your friends to start businesses. You see what I'm saying? That could be like a whole thing that go that that'll last your whole lifetime. Y'all can just start a whole thing where y'all just blessing people through this through the money earned from a YouTube channel. You see what I'm saying? Just do get a YouTube channel, get a TikTok channel. All of y'all doing all kinds of things on TikTok. You might as well get paid for it. Figure out how how you can do that, and so come together with your friends. Pray for them first. Pray for them. Ask God, what should you be doing? Because maybe a TikTok or YouTube channel is not the thing. Because you may, your parents may not want you on camera. But you ain't got to be on camera. But I want you to come together together and, and start praying and say, God, what is our talent? How can we help this person? Some of y'all can have like a music concert and raise money. Because maybe they only, maybe the parents only need money for like one day. Tell your parents what's going on. Hey, mom, dad, such and such is happening at school with one of our friends. This is what we want to do to help. What should we do? What do you think? You see what I'm saying? Get the parents involved. Say, so they can go, go to the parents and say, okay, look, we, we want to help. You know, tell us what we can do. We want to help. This is what, this is the plan that we came up with. And we want to help. You see what I'm saying? And so that way you're not embarrassing nobody and you're not embarrassing the parents. And when you come together in love, you can do so many great things when you come together in love. So come together in love and don't be afraid to say, look, y'all, I'm having trouble. I need some help. Don't be afraid to tell your friends, I need some help. Would you pray with me? Help me out. Help me to come up with an idea. You see what I'm saying? Talk to them. Talk to your friends. That's what they're there for. And maybe they're not close friends, but you see, maybe they, maybe you see somebody that, you know, look like they got it together and say, Hey, you know what? I'm having trouble with this is this. You look like you got it going on. You know, can you, you know, anybody that can help me just say something, just get around a group of friends and tell them you need some help. Get around some people and say, Hey, what are you doing? I need some help. One thing I don't want you to do, do not go to a drug dealer. Do not go to a drug dealer or somebody that is uh, committing crimes. You know, you know, who committing the crimes. If you suspect they commit, if you, if you suspect, but you're not sure, just ask somebody, you know, what are they doing? You know what they into? Okay. Well, I don't want to go that route. You know, just, I mean, don't be getting nobody business and whatnot, or just look and observe. You don't want to go to the ones that committing a crime because what happens is when you go to a drug dealer and say, yo, I need some money. I'm hungry. They're going to be like, okay, I'm going to put you to work on the street. And when they put you to work on the street, you're going to be selling drugs or you're going to be selling your booty. It's going to be one or the other or both. And you don't want to do that. One leads to jail, one leads, well, they both lead to hell. They both lead to hell and they both can lead to jail, but one of them, you know, and both of them can kill you. So there you go. That's six different ways to die. So you, you don't, you don't want that. You don't want that. And so, um, pray, pray, pray and talk to your friends and family. Don't get involved with drugs and alcohol and prostitution and anything criminal. Um, you can learn how to work computers. You can learn how to fix computers. You can go work at a grocery store. You can, there's lots of things you can do. You kids can work after school. I mean, there's lots of things that you can do. When I say kid, when I'm talking about working after school, I'm talking about like teenagers and whatnot, but little kids, there's lots of things you can do. Best thing you can do is pray. The best thing you can do is pray and ask God for everything that you want. Don't say, God, I need say, God, I won't. I want this, this, and this. And when you're praying for your friends, Lord God, I want this. I want this. All right? Okay.
Um, I don't want to run out of time. So go meet a John. And so what well, that is, that is called interceding for somebody. When somebody that, when you pray for other people, that's called interceding for them. And when somebody asks you for help, try and, you know, do what you can to help them. All right. If you don't know, say, Jesus, what do I do? <laughs> go to an elder in the church. Amen. Go meet a John 14, 26. It says, but the John 14, 26, I'm in the King James version. It says, but the comforter, which is the Holy ghost, whom the father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. Amen. Glory to God. That's the Holy ghost. The Holy ghost is actually in the earth right now. Amen. That's the, that's the mind of Christ. He's sent by God uh, to be our confident, to, prov- to provide us with the things that we need and want. And so that's why I say, tell God what you don't say. Father God, say Jehovah God in the name of Jesus. I'm coming to you through the blood of Jesus. And I, I got a question. I got a want. This is what it is. You ain't got to be all exact. You ain't got to be perfect prayer because he knows the intent of your heart. So tell him exactly how it is. If you're praying for somebody or you're praying for yourself, tell them exactly what it is going on with you and expect an answer. Wait for him to answer. He'll answer. Um, go with me to John chapter 7. And so remember, so, so today we're talking about intercessory, interceding for somebody else, intercessory prayer. And so John uh, 730, uh, 7 through 38 says, And at the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Good God Almighty. Go to Jesus, call on his name. He that dwelleth, he that believeth on me, as the scripture have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. That's provision. That's answers. Oh, good God almighty. God got you. He's like, I'm going to bless you. Just come unto me. And so Jesus is, he, he talking and he telling people how to get what you need. Come to him. Believe on him. Come talk to him. Call on him. Call his name. Cause he can't move in the earth without your permission. If he see you having struggle, he gonna, he, he, he gonna want to move on your behalf, but he like, okay, I can't violate the word, all right? And he going to put it on your heart. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Say something to me. Because he needs your permission to move in your life. Jesus needs your permission to move in your life. Because you have free will, so he's not going to violate your will. So you got to say, okay, Jesus, help. Jesus, help. You got to say something. Call him. Jesus, help. I like to give Jesus just a, a blanket. A blanket help me. Look, Jesus, anytime you see something going on in my life, well, you can bless me. Come on and do it. You got a blanket permission to bless me. All right. <laughs> I'm like writing an open blank check, an open blank contract that says, Lord Jesus, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, you have a you have the right to bless me anytime. Because sometimes I may not even hear him call me. Cause I'm, I try not to, I, I try not to worry, but sometimes we worry so much we can't hear. So I rebuke worry. I rebuke, I rebuke that. I rebuke that on a daily basis, right? But I tell Jesus, Justin, if I forget, I don't know. Cause sometimes you may be dealing with stuff and you may forget. I pray I don't forget, but I say this blanket prayer so that in case I forgot one time, he'll hurry up. I already got permission. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just, I want to miss my blessings. So I just say, look, Lord, help me. You got my permission already. All right. And so, uh, <laughs> in first John chapter four, uh, and verse eight, it says, he that loveth not that he that loveth not, uh, not God for God is love. I'm sorry. He that love, he that loveth not knoweth not God. Okay. So I'm going to break that down. It just means if you don't love God, you don't love yourself. You don't love nobody else. Cause God is love. And so, um, when you find yourself saying, Oh, I hate this person. Oh, they get on my nerves. I can't stand their face. They ugly face. Ah! Ooh! And you get all frustrated. You like, Oh, I just want to throw a balloon at them. I just want to get all the balloons I can and fill it with jello and just start hitting them with it. I want to just throw them. I want to throw, I want to put some flour in it and just throw it at them. <laughs> And you're like, oh, I can't stand them. They're so mean. They're so rude. Oh, I don't like the way they look. Ah, oh, you want to throw balloons at them. Well, first of all, that's costing you money to buy those balloons. And you filling it up with stuff. And that's costing your money. So now they taking more from you. <laughs> Getting you to spend your money to express your hate for them. And two, when you are hating on somebody else, you're actually hating on yourself. You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't hate myself. I love myself. No, you don't. Because if you love yourself, you wouldn't hate nobody else. You're like, well, why is that? Because the same God that is in you is in them. And so to hate them is to hate the God that is in them. What you're really trying to say is, I don't like their actions. I don't like their attitude. Their attitude stinks. And you can say that. You got a stinky attitude. I don't like it. You always mean. You can say that. You got a stinky attitude. You always mean. Why you always so honorary? Why you got to be rude to everybody every time you turn around? You mad. <laughs> and so, it's not wrong with being not liking people's attitude. But you can't hate them. You don't have the right to hate them. Because to hate them is to hate yourself. And hating yourself is hating God. So, if you hate them, you hate God. So what it is, is you don't like their attitude. You don't like what they do. You don't like how they conduct themselves. Some people do all kinds of crazy, crazy stuff. They do crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. My auntie, my auntie, my grandma, when we were little, she used to tell us, um, don't flare your legs up in the air. And we're like, why grandma? She says, because gentlemen are not all men are not always gentlemen and some of them will take advantage of you and they'll look at you inappropriately and we'll be like oh, okay <laughs> and some of the adults will get upset when she would say that right but we understood because we had already experienced some people being inappropriate in their touch for example i was about nine years old i was in my grandma's house and this one of her friends came over and she, you know, she just liked to talk to people. She was one of those people that entertain people, you know, come over for coffee and have a cigarette. And this old man, um, I thought he was a nice guy. And I was like, and she was like, say, say hello to Mr. So-and-so. So I was trained to walk up to people and not hug them, walk up to them, look them in the eye and shake their hand and say, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And so that's what I did. So I said, good morning. I saw the, no, it was the afternoon. I said, good, a- good afternoon, sir, uh, Mr. So-and-so. How are you? And I shook his hand. 
And I thought his hand would extend and shake my hand. His hand, one hand extended and shook my hand. The other one went around, grabbed the, grabbed my butt and put his hands in the center of my butt and squeezed. I was like, what the hell? And I'm like, I'm only nine. So I'm going, grandma. <laughs> in my head, I'm going, grandma, help, grandma, grandma. And she comes in there and she often carries her, you know, she has a gun in her, in her purse. And I can't remember if she had the gun out at that time. Um, but she came in. Yeah, she had the gun out. She had the gun out. So I don't know if God had told her what had happened or what I, but she had the gun out in her hand. Um, and she came in. <laughs> and she, she wasn't going to shoot the man. She just trying to, she didn't carry bullets in it. <laughs> <laughs> Oftentimes she didn't load it. Um, and so, um, she, she had a little gun. It was a, I wouldn't a little gun. It was, it was heavy. And so, uh, and she came in, she said, she was showing the man, she was like, you know, I got this gun here and I use it for protection. He goes, Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> I ain't telling you to carry a gun. I ain't telling you that guns are safe. Guns are not safe, especially, you know, when they're loaded, they should never be loaded around children. And, you know, you can do it without a gun. But I'm just telling you what she did. And I told her what had happened. She's like, yeah, I know. And I guess she must have saw it or something. She must have saw it in the spirit or something. Because I was just like, ah. <laughs> and so, um, and in that, at that moment, I wasn't even cocking my legs open. I was just simply walking and being a child as I was. But sometimes people are perverse. And no matter what you do or how you act, they will, they will automatically see something dirty. They'll look at you and automatically imagine something dirty. Ain't nothing you can do about what they think because as a man think of so easy. So that means that that person needs to change their ideas of what they think about. They need to change ideas of what they think about. Like, for example, um, some people, um, and I, I don't... Remember, I always talk to y'all. I've talked to y'all for a year, for about a year or so or more, about spiritual sex and how men will use a spiritual penis to have sex with women, with their wives or with whomever, and they call it them. They call themselves downloading information, but no, it's just sex. It's just sex is all it is. Um, some people get information that way, but generally it is for sex. And usually from what I've understood now, it's between a man and a woman. That's what it's supposed to be. And the, the penis is also supposed to be like a guard or a shield in the spirit or whatnot. But the word of God says that the word is your shield and your buckler. So anyway, um, uh, I, I come across a little while ago. Um, I, I had an experience where I was praying for somebody and suddenly this penis came upon me and I'm like, I don't have a penis. I'm a female. I'm a woman. I don't want no penis, but I saw this penis in the spirit, right? My batteries were low. Saw this penis in the spirit and this thing was on me. And I'm like, I have no way of controlling this. I don't even know what this is, but it turns out it was the husband of somebody that I was praying for. Right. And this thing started having started touching people in the spirit as many people as it could touch. And they would think it would be me, even though they would be like, say they over by the door and I'm over like across the street or something. They would feel this thing, this spiritual thing happening and then think it was me. And I'm like, I have no idea what this is, what this is or even why it's happening. I have no idea. I only knew that this thing just kept going boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, 
And I start praying to God, look, God, I don't want this on me. I don't want this because to me, it's a spirit of perversion because you're going around, you're touching things or touching people that don't belong to you. That's not your spouse. Right. And so I know people have, especially women have experienced this before where things are happening to them or through them in the spirit and they have no control over it. A woman does not know what a penis feels like to, to carry a penis or to hold it. We're not born with penises, so we don't know. We don't even have the imagination for it. You know what I'm saying? And so you got to understand this, that the only person that only, only, only a man can wield that. Only a man can wield that. All right. And so, um, if that happens to you and you see that, and it feels like a woman is uh, a female is, is doing that. It's not her. It's some man around her. I found out I had an, I found out what it or who it was that was actually doing it. But at the same time, there was nothing I could do about other than pray and believe God to deliver me from that because that's not my spouse. He was not my spouse. And so that should not have ever occurred. And so it was somebody else uh, that was going through some stuff because he was thinking some things that he should not have been thinking. And those, some of the things that occurred while he was doing it. And so people will use other people by the spirit to hide themselves. It's like putting on a cloak or putting on a coat. They'll do things through other people in the spirit to, to touch somebody else that they shouldn't be touching. You see what I'm saying? And so you got to be careful and you just got to keep on praying. Don't accuse when things happen to you in the spirit, don't accuse people right away. Ask God, Lord God, where did that, what's the source of that? What is the source? Cause women don't know how to do that. What, what is the source of that? What's the source of that? Who is that from? Why is this happening? Start at, start questioning God who, what, when, where, why, and how, how do I stop this? What do I do? You see what I'm saying? And keep on asking, keep on questioning. Cause that's what I, that's what I do. Um, me and God had this whole, whole conversation about what I want him to do. And he told me, well, Kathy, I can't be popping him upside the head. I'm like, well, you better, you gotta do some correct him. I'd be like, slay him in the spirit. That's when God got the Holy spirit comes upon you. And he starts, he starts, he don't massage sin out of you. He beats sin out and he ain't beating you. He beating that devil. He starts ripping those devils out. <laughs> I'll be like, you better stop beating them devils out of them. <laughs> Romans five and five. Oh wait, uh, real quick. First Corinthians 13 and eight says, uh, charity never faileth, but, uh, whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall, uh, they shall cease whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away, but love never fails. That's what it said. I'm just expressing love never fails. And then Romans 5, 5 says, and hope maketh not a shame because the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. All right. So the Holy Ghost is here to help us. The Holy Ghost is here to be a blessing to us and to show us the way. Amen. And so, uh, we want to pray for those that, uh, oppress us, pray for those that are mean to us, pray for those with a bad attitude. Maybe they ain't even done nothing to you, but you just see they having a bad day and you're like, 
Hey, everybody should have a great day. Then so you just, you know, just say, Lord God, help them, help them. Amen. You ain't got to bring them into your fold, into your personal life. You just say, Father God, I just thank you, Lord God, for giving them a spirit of joy. I thank you, Lord God, for saving their souls and, and just blessing their lives, Lord God. Meet them where they at. Meet their needs and their wants, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you want to, and I pray this clock, uh, my battery doesn't run out. Repeat this prayer after me. Oh, well, first I'll say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now, repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart, I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today. Wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. Is commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Congratulations, you just got saved on letgradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. It says, uh, now that I'm saved, what do you do? You take authority over your life. Speak to any sickness in your body and command that area of body to be healed. Command, if you have issues with money, command money to come into your accounts. Command blessings for yourself, for your family, friends. Um, and then also take the 10-week foundations courses under the uh, Salvation tab on letgradio.com. Read your Bible every day. All the stuff that I'm reading off is on the salvation page. Read your Holy Bible every day. Start off with the book of John. Uh, pray and ask God for a church that teaches from the Holy Bible in spirit and in truth. Glory to God. Uh, we got that under the uh, directory, the church directory. Okay. Um, and that's on the website too. I believe that one's under the resource page. Um, I see here. Oh. And continue taking authority over your life. Command and speak life into your life. Uh, when speaking life is speaking the gospel, the word of God, because Jesus is life. So, so um, when it, when you ever hear in the Bible, it's talking about life and death. Uh, know that life is the Lord God Almighty and death is sin and Satan. All right. So life is light. That's God. And then death and sin and darkness is referring to Satan. All right. So you are alive. Amen. Um, your, your parents, a parent, ooh, some of y'all had a parent. I'm sorry. Your parents passed away. Uh, so you all that have parents that have passed on and they were saved. Amen. Uh, they should be in heaven. They, they should be in heaven. You can ask God, Lord Jesus is, is so-and-so with you or the, you know, sometimes they may be on the road to him. So if he says no, get clarity. It, it may not mean that they in hell. It may mean that they still walking. So if they died prematurely, they still walking and it's a spiritual road and it's a real road. I've seen it. 
I've seen it. Um, and so in, in life, as we're living our daily lives, we're actually on a road that leads to God because our spirit must return to the creator. And so our life is, it's walking on the road to him. Now, um, when you are not saved, you still walking too. You still on the road and you walking, but you're walking, uh, you're walking away from God. You're, so like the road starts off the same this way. And then as you make your choices, it starts to go and separate this way. And it looks like different veins and arteries, uh, different streets. And so, um, but when you get saved, you get back whoosh, on the road that leads to Christ. And so, um, when you hear people say all roads lead to heaven, they're right and they're wrong. All roads leads to heaven for judgment. But after judgment, you will either go to hell or you'll go to heaven. You want to go to heaven. Hell is dark, dank, musty, and sulfury, burning, beaten, being raped and hurt and beaten, and bitten and accosted because your soul is a body and it hurts. It feels all the pain. You don't want that. But in heaven, you go on picnics, you got joy, you can go swimming, you can go flying, you can, you can do any number of things. I mean, you can make stuff, you can do music in heaven. There's, there's musicians in heaven. You can do music in heaven. You can build in heaven. You can, if you don't got a spot, child, a lot of y'all be thinking that if I don't get married here on the earth that I, I can't find somebody to love, you get to heaven. There's plenty of single people in heaven. Plenty of married people in heaven. Don't even worry about that. It goes to a higher level. Don't even trip. If you got a parent that passed on, whether they are saved or not, I say, Lord, are they with you? And if, if, if one of them ain't with you and they sent themselves to hell by some of them feel so guilty, they, they may be saved, but they feel guilty about something they did. And so they, they, their guilt weighs them down and they send themselves to hell. But if they were saved, you can pray for them and God will extend mercy to them and they will be in heaven waiting on you. All right. So pray for those that have passed on already. Ask God to let you know whether or not they are with him. Amen. If they're not, uh, ask them, should you pray for mercy? And he'll let you know to pray for mercy. Amen. I've done that for quite a few people. <laughs> and God has delivered. Yes, he did. Amen. And so uh, I'll then talk about uh, uh, some, some of these people that passed on. <laughs> uh, there's one in particular, which I'm not going to mention his name anymore. But uh there's actually, I should say there's a few that I prayed for and God has extended mercy to them. And I just thank God for it. some of you guys are dealing with issues in your kidneys. Um, I feel it. Um, Lord, uh, I thank you, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke these issues of the kidneys and I speak healing to their kidneys in the name of Jesus. Lord, God, remove this affliction from me. I heard, I felt it a, a few minutes ago. It's just, I was waiting so I'm a, I always align my 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 faith with your faith. All right. So I'm a. I heard you. I feel it, and uh, God is gonna heal you. Amen. You just believe God. All right. And so don't keep saying you got a kidney issue. Say I'm healed. Amen. Because <laughs> you can have an issue of being so blessed. It just like it overflows. I'm so blessed. It overflows. 
And that's a good problem. That's a good problem. That's a problem that everybody wants. I'm so healthy. Woo! <laughs> Amen. God loves you. Remember to drink some water every day and know that God is with you always. You are never alone. Amen. You are not alone because God is with you. He loves you. He loves spending time with you. You are his best, best, best place to be. Amen. 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 I'm looking for, here we go. All right. Thank you so much for having a great day and spending time with me this morning. Um, have a great day to, for the rest of your day and for the weekend and going into next week and forever, every day. Have a great day. Number 624 says, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. My name is Kathy Brooks. This is the LUTJ Radio Show on LUTJRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Have a great day and don't forget, Shop LUTGRadio.com forward slash shop. Peace.